0: So... Hey, everyone, and welcome to Expose Dragged Out. It's a podcast where I, Joseph Shepard, chat with some individuals who may or may not have been on a RuPaul's Drag Race franchise. Now, this week, we're going to try something a little new, a little bit more fast-paced. I'm considering doing this for Thursday episodes. So if you guys like this, make sure that you send me an email to draggedoutpod at gmail.com. Today's guest... I legit could not even get enough of she's talent she's beauty and you know we all know that her pussy is like a peach it's Teresa May how are you doing
1: I'm very good my pussy is pitcher than ever so having a great time how are you
0: <laughs> I am good how has everything been since you got off the show
1: it's been money, booked and blessed. can't complain, to be honest, working on this, working on that. We're starting touring this Sunday and then not stopping until November. so it's it's been brilliant. So yeah, can't complain really.
0: did you ever expect like this such a fast change in your career? None. because like you're going from one to a completely different thing, right?
1: Yeah, like not not at all. Like every year since five years ago, like, something crazy has happened but drag race really does change your life and when we were filming the show because I didn't win that many challenges I was not in the top 3 I was not expecting my life to change as much I was like okay I I, I I'll I'll do some tours and stuff but yeah it's it's definitely surprised me how much and how busy I am so can't complain
0: yeah and two, you have some really good fans like did you expect like when you go on the show like that you would have
1: Everybody was so positive about you. I know. I know. Like I was not expecting it at all cuz I don't know um f- just because you are just filming there and you uh, in my case I wasn't really thinking about the people outside. I was there for myself. <laughs> 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 Then when you watch the show, you're like, oh, oh yeah, I I wish maybe I I wish I did this a little bit more also for the fans because it's something you do not expect. At least I didn't expect to get such an amazing supportive and positive fan base. Like I've got nothing but positivity from them. So I'm one of the lucky ones.
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, is that you're just so, your energy and everything is so radiant, and it's so, like, you just want to be wherever Teresa is. I was doing some research on you, and I'm going to read what I found on one of your little Wikipedia-esque type things, and it says that you won Newcastle Drag Idol in 2019, and it says that you have been in multiple television shows before. Celebability, Inside Out, ITV News. And then there's all this stuff in Spanish that I can't speak. So what were all of these things that you were doing? Is it like more you as Teresa? Is it drag? Is it acting? What's um, all of that?
1: Yeah. So. Drag Race was not my first TV show. I had done a few bits and bobs before back in Spain, and I had done like a few things from winning Drag Idol and just being the first immigrant queen to really win Drag Idol. Lots of great opportunities like Inside Out. That was like a documentary for BBC Three as well. Uh, on how it was to be a, a spanish queen in the uk in terms of brexit drag idol did start like the snowball like getting bigger and bigger and bigger so yeah i thought getting into drag race i knew what it was gonna be about i was like i've been on telly before i'm just not like other queens that like to list every show they've been on but i was like i know what's gonna be happening here girls you can't tell me anything new I have no fucking clue what the fuck was happening there. I'm telling you, like, if any queens who are intending to get on the show, like, nothing can anticipate what's going to happen there. So, good luck. And and I looked confused (laughs) (laughs) the whole time. So, yeah. Teresa, but you were not confused
0: when you walked into the work group. and your line, don't hate me because I'm beautiful, hate me because I'm an (laughs) immigrant." immigrant. That was like, the first viral moment of that season. Like, everybody was sending that through. I
1: know. And I sold so many T-shirts with that quote on. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> so <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely ridiculous. You know, what? I wanted to start with a bang. I knew it was going to be a, a statement. And I anticipated I was going to get some comments of being a Spanish queen on Drag Race UK when there was a Spanish version. So I was like... That was me anticipating, I'm going to be hated. So let me punch you in the face before, before, you, before you get a chance to punch me. Um, but no, everyone was so supportive. That comment meant absolutely nothing. Otherwise, for immigrants, like so many people related to it, because there's immigrants in every country. So I'm very happy that was, that was my choice. And yeah, it really set up my whole, my whole journey in, in the season.
0: Yeah. And wait, I do want to know, how did you even come up with that? Like, were you, did you have multiple entrance lines and you were like choosing one through another? Like, did you have a list? How do you even decide that?
1: You know what? I, I that's something I've been saying forever. So, in my shows, I would, when I would do like my solo shows before Drag Race, that's how I would introduce myself to okay, him because I'm beautiful, him okay, because I'm an immigrant, and then just be a bit like, laughing about the fact that I was an immigrant and that my English wasn't that great when I started doing drag. So they could not understand some of the stuff that I was going to say, well, fuck off. Um, So that's something (laughs) I I was like, maybe I should say this. And to be honest, I did not expect it to be that big. It was Veronica Green who told me this is going to be a moment. And I was like, do you think so? I don't know. Because obviously when you walk in, it is so awkward. It's far from epic. The entrances, when you watch the show, they are so epic. They edit them so nicely. They are far from epic when you're filming. It's the most awkward moment. It's like little heels click click, 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 in silence looking at you, feeling the pressure. I, was, I wanted to fucking die. And then you have to stand there for like a few minutes so they get shots of everything. So I did not feel fierce. I did not feel any, any sort of fantasy. I was feeling very awkward. So Veronica was like, no, this is going to be great. Like, you, you should have merch prepared for this. You should have this and that. And I didn't listen to her. <laughs> so when it happened, I was like, fuck. Yeah, th- she was right. So I got, like, I got everything sorted in one night and then we, we standed there. I did have another options. I think one of them was I came to bullfight, then look at them and said, these cows. But obviously, uh, like, paying homage to the vixen. Um, uh, But then, yeah, I was like, no, we are not here for bullfighting, fuck that. Um, Yeah, I have a few options, but I'm glad glad I chose the right one, definitely.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you did too, because that literally cemented you into the franchise. It made you known right off the bat. Another thing that made you known was your lovely story. You know, what's my story? I found... (laughs) who I thought I was, my first love, and he invited me to his tent. He jizzed in my eye and blinded me in the middle of the night. He left running and I went to find him, but obviously I was blind. So I found this owl, so we became friends. And since then, he's been guiding me through the night. Where did this story come from?
1: Desperation and survival. That's where it came from, because I saw my ass going home and I was like, I need something. i need something let me have this let me have a moment because i remember like i felt so confident with my look the first one and the second one delusion um and i was having like these full ones like this looks lovely i have a story i have everything and then they didn't they weren't there for for it and i was like i need i need something i need something or, or i'm gonna be in the bottom potentially against vanity milan like there's not a way i'm gonna survive that so i was I, I just right there in the moment to be honest to be right there in the moment i was like let me let me make this a fun moment and show them they, they might want to keep me because there might be more fun moments to come so yeah it worked i literally saved myself from from being in the bottom two thanks to that fucking story so i couldn't be more thankful also it was about making these moments where were meant to be like oh jesus in the bottom three like I was like, no, we're going to make a fun moment. We're here. We are filming a show. Let's have some fun. I'll tell you a little story that I just made up. And hopefully you will put me in the bottom too.
0: (laughs) That's I mean, but that's so smart that you went to that kind of like survival tactic and not, you know, an emotional story or something like really crazy. I mean, I guess it is emotional if you get jizz in your eye, but you
1: know, <laughs> there's there are tears, <laughs> not the right kind of tears, but there are tears. <laughs> this thing. <laughs> Another highlight
0: from your time, you just so happened to be in a group, a little girl group, and you did a little BDE. It like Teresa, you were like hitting the jackpot in
1: the show. You know what? Thank God, because that was. I, I had a few like I had a few goals I wanted to do one, and one of them was to win a, a, a rupee the badge and hopefully for it to be the girl group one not for other reason that that's the challenge that brings you money because after that you do a tour you do this you do that so I was like if I win a challenge please it needs to be the girl group and then when the day arrived then Scarlett had to pick what song she wanted she had to pick the team she wanted I was picked last I was like I, every episode I thought I was going home so I was like that's why as well I was enjoying every day like it, it was the last, but then we we won, and and we had so much fun uh, recording that, and we're actually doing a tour together like in in March, so we we are very excited to prepare that as well so um I, I did the right things I, I wanted to do, so I'm very happy with my journey though.
0: is it cool? like have you been able to like actually perform the song in front of fans? Have you done that yet? Oh yes. <laughs>
1: every time if you go to a set you'll hear my pusses like a peach you'll do bitty and i do it with the audience so i get someone to do to be ella someone to be vanities i want to be river and oh that's do it cool together. yeah yeah and then they get to have a moment we do shots at the end it's like so much fun to have a song that people love um that comes from the show so yeah it, it was it was fucking brilliant uh, to win that challenge and i have the ruby the batch upstairs i'm very proud very very proud
0: can you imagine if you had gotten into a girl group and it was one of those bad ones that like nobody listens to? And like, I want to know what happens to those girls. Do they still perform those songs, like the bad versions?
1: I don't think as much. Kitty does, <laughs> <laughs> because Kitty did great. I know Kitty does it. Yeah, but I, I don't think Scarlett wants to hear that song anymore. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame because they do get forgotten. And it's such a shame because in, in season two as well, like the second version, they don't really, doesn't really get listened to that much. And season one, the one with Cheryl and Crystal and the Vivian doesn't get listened to as much either. It's very polarizing. One really does, you get a tour, you get this, you get that, from the are getting a documentary and then the others. It's quite brutal <laughs> in a way.
0: <laughs> Something else that was brutal, Teresa, was the lip sync that you experienced with River Medway. It was a double elimination. It was shout. There was some wig issues. Oh, I would like for you to paint me a picture of you being in the bottom two. And what was your moment like preparing for this?
1: You know what? That was the one episode that I did not think I was going to go home. And Ruth said, bitch, <laughs> just when you chill for a bit, you are going home. You know what? It's a nice game. Was, well, the, the whole episode started. I'm going to tell you things that didn't air because uh, I, I just think it was so funny the way like the narratives are working on Drag Race. When this, the episode started great, I won the, the reading challenge, which was one of the other things that I really wanted to do. And I was feeling so great about it just to realize that all the other girls now were having these conversations about the curse of the reading challenge. So this is my story. I am somehow going home. And I was like, no, no, ma'am. I'm not going to let this happen. So then they tell us peach, I, fruit, the fruity look is the one they're going to bring. And it's like, it's my peach look. It's my one of my best looks. I'm so excited. I'm not going home. Then Snatch Game happens and I'm like, oh, there are girls that have done far worse than I have. Like, there's lot a chance I'm going to be in the bottom. Then the critiques happen and I'm like, by motherfucking Felicia. I am going to go home and at least I will go home looking beautiful. I didn't even get that with a fucking black wig slipping off my head, looking like an absolute twat. <laughs> and I was like you know what at least I got my moment because when my exit line was my pussy's like a peach. my song mm-hmm. but then three months later they tell me they are not gonna air that either so I was like what a great way to end the this- so I was feeling very anxious about the whole episode. I was like, they're going to... Because my slice game was funny. There's a video on Reddit of, of Kitty telling one of my jokes. She got told off from, from the guys out, uh, upstairs like, for, for saying that. I was like, thank you, Kitty, anyway. So I did great on the episodes. I didn't know what happened, but listen, double elimination. I did not think Mamaru was feeling it. Um, I do regret not speaking up because I did feel that moment was a bit shady. I would, I, I think River won the lip sync. I, I wish I'd spoken up to say, like... Come on, keep one first. Don't elimination. You know that what that can do to a girl. Like, don't do that. But the fans stick up for us. And yeah, it was one of it is the worst rated episode on the whole season. So take on that one.
0: <laughs> There's a reason why. There's a reason <laughs> why. I want to know what happened with the wig.
1: Like, what 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 happened? Yeah, what didn't happen? Um, I'll tell you what happened. uh, People on Twitter were like, that was the worst reveal. It was not a bloody reveal. It was survival. I was not expecting to be lip-syncing. So I didn't secure my pitch like I should have. Like, uh, poor guy who made it was so apologetic uh, about the whole thing. It was like, oh, you didn't say in your head properly is what happened. was like, well, I could have painted better, but I didn't, one, I didn't have time, and two, I didn't think I was going to be lip-syncing. So I was just there. Fill in my peach fantasy, so then I wanted to wear a wig. I wanted to to wear a wig under, but I was not allowed to to get changed. Um, so all I could do, because I knew I couldn't do the lip sync with the peach on my head, was to get the peach off when no one was looking. I took a wig, which I was not allowed to, but I put it on my sleeve, and I was like, "This is my." The song starts with, well, which is the most triggering three seconds of my life. Um, and I was like, I have three seconds to get the pitch off, put on a wig and just hope for the best. The problem is I did not have enough time. So guess what? The wig was not secure. <laughs> I just I just love watching the reviews of the lip sync because every frame, the wig was in a different place. And it was, you know what? I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was watching it. I actually was, I, I did laugh at the moment and, and people did did have our moments like, you know, well, at least we, we went looking confused. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what happened. That's what happened. So, yeah. You know what it is? We we've, we've, I was doing, I was on the West End in London doing uh, this pantomime, uh, this play called Dick Whittington, where, where I was the villain. And I was Queen Rat. And Cheryl Hall was uh, Dick Whittington. And the way he, he defeated me was to uh, lip sync, to shout. Um, and I did the wig stunt. So I, I've, I've done it like, I, I, the wig does stay now. I've done it like 10 times. So it's, it's all good now. If I have to do it again, the wig will stay on. Trust and believe. Was
0: that the same wig that everybody kept seeing? Like, did you leave that and then it was worn by Ella? Was that the same wig?
1: It was Ella's wig. <laughs> It was Ella's week that she was gonna wear for Snatch Game, but then she changed the character. So I saw it there and I was like, Ella, can I grab this very quickly? She was like, Yeah, girl. So I grabbed it, hid hit it on my hit it on my on my sleeve as we were g- going out to 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 stage again from untocked and I was like, This is gonna have to be it. This is gonna have to be it. So yeah, it was the it was literally the same week. We should sell it. Give it the money to it. <laughs>
0: You should sell it. And donate the money to yourself. Yeah, Um,
1: to charity. Charity (laughs) case.
0: Got no (laughs) shit. You've given so much love to your peach. Your name is Teresa, like a Teresa sausage. So what makes you so proud of your assets?
1: You know what? If you can't love yourself... How the hell are you going to love somebody else? As I said, I forgot there were cameras. So for me, it was just like when I was talking to producers in the interviews, it was just like talking to my mates when I was talking to the queens. And there's three things I talk about is sex, my penis and having a poo. So those are the things that I talked about on the show. So, yeah, I was like, this is what it's going (laughs) to (laughs) be.
0: Your profile picture on Twitter the Twitter picture that Electra Fence put up of you looking into this camera. I'm guessing it's a camera outside, like a, a apartment camera or like house camera or whatever. Um, and you're wearing a little backpack and you're all done up.
1: What 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 was going on here? So I've been I've been staying at Electra's for while well, well, we've been doing the 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 pantomime at the West End. I've been staying at hers, uh not for other reason, but it's She lives in London. She lives nearby the venue and it's been really lovely to hang out with her. She's one of my closest friends. So that day in the morning, I went for a casting for a film. And I went all done up. So I was wearing my backpack because I had my script, I had my stuff and I I rang her bell and she was like, just hold on there. I need to take a picture of this because I look, I think I looked so pleased because I nailed that casting. I did so great. So it's was just like, just waiting to tell her, so excited. And she was like, wait, wait a second. Take a picture of this. And the fucking bitch posted on Twitter. How dare she? I, like I
0: it. love it. Like, this is literally, this should be the picture that you use for all your headshots now. You know, if you, when you go into these castings.
1: That's going to have to be it. It's, it's, it's pure, pure joy in my face. All right, Teresa, are you ready for a little game? Yes. Hopefully I will get double eliminated this time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the game is called Does Teresa know chorizo? In this segment, I am going to ask Teresa questions about chorizo sausage. And chorizo is playing for all of the listeners. How, you may ask? Well, you all sent questions for Teresa and Teresa will answer some of them later on in the show. And at the end, Teresa's gonna pick her best question, what question she believes was the best one that a fan asked her, and they're gonna get what's in the pot. But what's in the pot, you may ask? For every question that Teresa gets right, $10 goes into the pot. So you have a chance of potentially winning $50 because there's five questions. So are you ready to play, Teresa?
1: Let's do it. Hopefully one won't be shit. Let's
0: win a fan some money. Yes, let's do it. First question: What is chorizo made of? What meat?
1: Like an animal, pork.
0: Correct. Yeah. Ten dollars in the pot. Big in a wig. <laughs> do you know the European peninsula that chorizo originated from?
1: La península ibérica.
0: There you go. Another ten dollars. That's
1: good.
0: After you purchase chorizo sausage, if you purchase it at the store, how long from the time that you bought it till it expires? What's the time frame?
1: It never lasts more than, than an hour in my house. I normally either eat <laughs> it or shove it up my arse. But um, <laughs> it's, um, six months?
0: Uh, it's about three weeks. <laughs> it's... <laughs>
1: Oh, well. Oh, well.
0: Oh, well. Well, next question. True or false, the red color of chorizo is given by a special paprika known as pimenton?
1: Yes, of course it is.
0: Yes. (laughs) And... In March of 2011, what South American country established the world record for the longest chorizo sausage, at 1,917 meters long, or also known as 6,291 feet long?
1: That is one long chorizo, and I think it may have been Colombia. Yes, yes! Right, chorizo. Yes, come on. Four out of five. Woo! Four out of
0: five. So yes. that means that when we come back from this break, Teresa is going to answer your questions, and whoever's question she thinks is the best one is going to get that forty dollars. you welcome. Hey, 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 we are back with Teresa May. Teresa just got $40 in the pot in our chorizo game, but now it's time for the fan questions. Now, anytime I have a guest on my podcast or on my Exposed series, I always put and I ask for questions on my YouTube. Like, what do you guys want to know? So make sure that you check my YouTube recently, check it all the time because you never know what queen I'm going to have on and you may be able to get your questions answered and you might win some money. So, Teresa, this question is from Wildcard. How has your friendship been with the Drag Race España girls, and are they like your second family?
1: Absolutely. Do you know what? It's been amazing. I had worked with most of them uh, before uh, Drag Race and everything happened, and I remember on summer... I was with Ugacio Crujiente and and we were just talking about how crazy would it be, like summer before we even got cast or anything. It's like how crazy would it be if we got on drag race? He well, they are from Valencia. Um and I had worked with Keeler Queen as well a few times in Madrid. Um so it's been it's been really, really nice to see my sisters in there, and it's been it's been really, really, truly amazing. I knew Macarena because she lived in the UK. So I knew most of them. Um, so a few times that I've been in Spain, I went to see El Hotel de las Reina's, their tour. And then we went out afterwards. It was the night that Carmen got the cash price and she paid for all the drinks. She was, yeah, it, it's been truly amazing. You know what? There were a few times I was like, oh, have I done the wrong decision? Like, should I be on Drag Race Spain? Cause it looks so much fun. Like, would they have understood my drag a little bit better? Those are questions that always popped in my head, um, But you know what, now I get to be part of both families, and um, I couldn't couldn't be prouder.
0: Yeah. Martina Lipinski wants to know, do you think that you're funnier and wittier in Spanish or English? She said, I'm asking that because you're so funny and witty in English, and a fellow English is not my first language person. I found that amazing, because I know it's more difficult to have this quick wit and banter when English is not your first language.
1: You know what? I think I'm funnier in Spanish. Actually, um, I've, I've never—I never thought of myself as a, as that much of a funny queen um, in English. Uh, the, the show proved me wrong, and and I saw myself like being what what she's saying, like so witty and, and so queen. Was like, oh, actually, this is working in English as well. Uh, was one it was one of my concerns going to the show as well. But yeah, I think I'm funnier in in, in Spanish. I get what she says. It's really hard. I've been living in the UK now for. Us six years. So I think that's helped a lot. And my boyfriend is a very funny guy. So I think I picked a lot of things from him. Um, but yeah, I, I, I know. And it's always a challenge for queens that speak Spanish or French, like many queens have been on the show. It, it's We have a bit more of a challenge, but I didn't want to let that stop me from being fully myself and, and, and the funny person I know. I yeah. am.
0: I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. And you would never be able to know, like your humor came through in the right ways, you know. Alexi Blue, will Teresa be sharing more amazing drag character stories or fruit-based songs? We stand our silly sausage queen.
1: (laughs) Well, there's going to be more to the owl. There's going to be a lot more to the owl. We have not finished there. I'm all about turning those negative moments, not just in drag race, but in life in general, and making them something memorable, something fun, and something enjoyable. I did that with with things like Brexit, something that really fucked me up. And, and I I turned it into something that was part of my drag with numbers and turned it into something positive. Did that with my pussies like a peach and released the song on the outfit that I was eliminated. And that was another moment on the show that I'm weirdly proud of. There is the owl story. So um, there's going to be more to it. I can't really say much, but I, I, I'm sure ah. I'm sure later on this year we'll be talking about it again.
0: Mm, I can't wait to open the next chapter and see what's happening with Mr. Owl. Justice Limsa says, Kitty told a story about a brunch about the happiness perfume joke from Snatch Game that didn't end up airing. Is there anything Teresa is sad or upset about not airing from your time on the show?
1: Yeah, well that that's the one that I was telling you earlier. It's like how I had a great time doing this game because I had jokes for all the questions. That one was uh, what that one was one of them that I was very glad she told, and then it went on Reddit, and then she was she was told off. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, as I said, my exit line was my pussy's like a peach, and I was like, This is gonna be great promo for my song. I'm gonna <laughs> smash it, and then didn't tear, but still it worked because I was dressed as a peach. And then a few more like not sad that it didn't air but it's just i think it's funny it didn't air on episode two kitty and i had a little bit of a moment in Untalked. i heard i overheard her telling charity while we were doing our makeup that she thought i was going to go home so i <sighs> so i was like this is my chance i'm gonna <laughs> have a moment in untucked let's fight me so i was like so kitty you thought I was gonna go home, didn't you? And then, bless her, she went fully on. I did, and I'm so sorry. You did great, and I love. And I was like, well, there goes my moment. <laughs> so yeah, she, that didn't dare. but I thought it was so funny because I was fully ready to have a fight, and then she was just the lovely that she is, and one of my closest sisters. So I, I thought that I, we thought that was gonna air, and it was like, oh, they choose not to. So yeah, those those moments were my my, my favorite ones that didn't air. <laughs>
0: Teresa, I think that the ongoing message that you keep telling me is that you went in expecting so many different things and you came out and everything was so different. Like you took every different turn yeah. and to get to the actual destination, but it made your journey what it is.
1: You know what? I was just there to have a good time. I genuinely was having so much fun filming. Like, I was having a ball. I was enjoying the lows. I was enjoying the highs. It's so much fun if you go with the right mindset. And I think I was definitely with the right mindset. I understood sometimes I was going to be in the top, sometimes I was going to be in the bottom. But... I was generally having such a good time when they eliminated me. My, the worst thing for me was like, oh, I don't get to come tomorrow and have fun doing the challenges. You know what? That, that's what saddened me. Uh, it was never that dramatic. We get eliminated. No big deal. It's given us, if anything, the fans love us even more after the, the, the unfair elimination. But yeah, I loved every second, even when we went home. You know what I mean? Ali
0: v says, "Is it true that you were offered the possibility to compete in drag race espana and u k three at the same time?
1: No, not at the same time uh, oh yeah, well mm, it's a bit of a tricky one. I was contacted by drag race espana yes, I was to to apply, and just like any other girl, and I did send but the thing was I was on the short list already for drag race u k and I had already I was very invested in this in this season. I did not have the final answer. And I was in Spain when I was contacted because it was Christmas. And I was like, look, guys, I don't I can't send you a video. I can send you the audition tape I've sent for UK if you want that. And they were like, Yeah, just send that. And they seemed quite keen, but then UK said yes first. So it was that's what I went.
0: Yeah. Do you think fan reaction would have been any different if you went the other way around? Like if you did if you were on Espana?
1: You know what it is. Um, yeah, I, well, the thing is, the public in Spain still knows who I am because they watch Drag Race UK, and I'm, I'm not sure it works the other way around. I think some people in the UK has watched Drag Race España, so I think it's worked in my favor. Uh, that, that on the one hand I'm on Drag Race UK, but I've been very close, and I've been very, I've been talking a lot about Drag Race España, and and, and they know who I am as well. So. I think I would have had a better chance to win on Drag Race España, if I'm honest. But it's not always about winning. Um, and I'm very happy with my journey and everything that I got out of Drag Race UK. So I think I made the right decision.
0: Yeah, I, I think you did too. Because also, like like you said, you, were, you could cross over into so many other different countries and cultures. Last question is from Sandra. Sandra says, since everyone was gagging, How much is Teresa actually packing? Question face.
1: Uh, Yeah, they they are gagging. They are gagging. You know what it is. RuPaul was gagging. RuPaul was gagging on my cock. Yes, (laughs) he was. Um, You know what? That whole conversation, I responded out of nervousness because I didn't know what to say. So I was like, you know what? If you're you're intimidating me, I'm going to pay you with the same coin. And I'm... I'm going to tell you with the most sincere eyes how big my cock is. And that's why you were distracted. And I think it was a battle of, let's see who can say the most stupid thing on the table. And I think I won. So there you are. (laughs) There you are.
0: Oh, God. That is so funny. What did, okay, you said your boyfriend earlier. What did he think when he saw that back?
1: I warned him. Oh you did? Yeah, I was like on the first episode I talk about how big your dick is just for just just in case you just in case we want to wait to tell your family I'm on the show. Let's <laughs> But it was great because people were messaging me like, hey, congratulations on the big cock. <laughs> that was the main thing. It was like, oh, and well done on, on Teresa being on the show as well. But yeah, that was the main thing. Yeah, some free advertising for him.
0: (laughs) Free advertising. Well, Teresa, those were the fan questions. So now comes the moment where you have to pick the one that was your favorite to win the pot.
1: Mm. I think my favorite question was the one about the moments, my favorite moments that didn't air.
0: So, Justice Limsa, you win the $40, Justice. You can thank Teresa for that. So make sure to send her all the love on the social media and thank her. And, Teresa, I do want to ask you, what's coming up for you? Anything exciting that the fans should be looking out for? Um, I know that you said tour. What you got in store?
1: So I have I have a full year packed with tours. I'm touring now with drug Domination, with Kitty, Electra, bag of chips river then we're doing the uh, the pick and mix tour as well all across the uk and i couldn't be more excited about that and be reunited with my sisters like i love them like generally like my sisters so that's gonna be great and then i'm doing another theater play i'm doing snow white with adult panto and i'm doing that with lemon jasmine masters (laughs) i know and who else was in it lemon jasmine masters and oh i can't remember they're gonna kill me um, Lemon. Oh, and Joy J. Yes, Lemon, Jasmine Masters, and Joy J. The gayest person on earth. So that's gonna be so much fun to do that with American and Canadian girls. And yeah, and then we have the season three tour as well, which is which is amazing. And soon, if you're in Spain, I'm gonna be performing and touring in Spain as well. So keep your eyes peeled. That's about to be announced.
0: Yes, that's so exciting. I know. Also, doing a show with. Joey J, Jasmine Masters, and Lemon sounds like the most chaotic amount of fun in the world.
1: It's like someone went on a randomizer, like just pick four random queens from season and they pulled the four of us and we're going to be doing a theater play together to Snow White and the seven drag queens. We don't know who the other three are, but there's seven apparently. <laughs> Judging by the budget, <laughs> we might have to play <laughs> different characters. You might have to pay different ones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Teresa, for being here and stopping by. Teresa will be doing a full expose. We will be going into her full career and all of that stuff at a later time. But Teresa just wanted to pop by this pod and say hi to you guys. Where can everybody find you on the socials, Teresa?
1: I'm lucky I have my own domain, Theresa May, spelled like the sausage, but with an A at the end. And then you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and go on YouTube and stream my pussies like a bitch and Spotify as well. That's the main, that's the main.
0: Yeah, and let me tell you guys that once you stream it once, it's going to be stuck in your head. For infinity and beyond, I got my straight brother to listen to this song, and he became so obsessed that I bought him a cameo from Teresa. Oh, you like
1: did, it is, did. yes, I did. I remember. He,
0: he he randomly will text me at random times, Teresa, and just be like, "My pussy's like a peach." I'm like, "Teresa, your impact literally, like you're you're making my straight brother and I have a relationship over Teresa May."
1: There and I have to apologize. <laughs> 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 well thank you
0: all so much for listening to Exposed Dragged Out I'm Joseph Shepard make sure to subscribe to the podcast Exposed Dragged Out wherever you listen to podcast and don't forget to leave the pod a review and a 5 star rating on Apple Podcasts Spotify and Stitcher to keep up with all things I talk about on the pod go follow at The Dip on socials me at Joseph A. Shepard and Teresa at Teresa May until next time see you guys bye bye thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of exposed dragged out brought to you by the dip i'm joseph shepherd your host you can follow me on all things social at joseph a shepherd that's s-h-e-p-h-e-r-d you can also go to the dip.com slash rupaul's drag race the dip with two Ps.com. That's the dip with two piece.com. Use promo code expose for 50% off your membership and be sure to check out other podcasts from the dip, including hot off the mess with Samantha Bush, the daily pop culture podcast, pop chaser TV history podcast, TV watch repeat real housewives podcast, the slut pick podcast. And also I am the cute one, America and Ashley Olson podcast until next time. I'm Joseph Shepherd.
1: Expose yourself you're all about.